Folks, here we go. It's time for the General Knowledge Podcast, Season 4, Episode 6. Of course, joined by the brethren. Uh, for the members out there on the Patreon, you guys can actually see the video, so you can see the boys here. G'day to Andy. Andy, thanks for joining me, mate. G'day, General. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure, mate. It was good catching up with you the other week, mate, too, last weekend. Good to see you and Billy. Yeah, we had a blast, didn't we? It was good fun, mate. Good fun. Uh, Ethan, of course. Ethan, how you going, man? Thanks for joining us for uh, the first one of the year, man. Appreciate it. 2022, General. Good to be here, mate. Uh, it's all happening again as yeah. the uh, perpetual disease warfare continues. So I look forward to another big episode, mate. Absolutely, mate. Um, this one I was going to maybe try and focus on. I've, something I've noticed in the last kind of, uh, I guess, couple of weeks that the the narrative, the grand narrative just seems to be falling apart, boys. I don't know about you guys, but you're starting to see a lot of things you know, they're, they're getting scared. They're rolling back a few of the things that they've put out there. Um, there's a lot of scuttlebutt that people, I'm sure, have noticed uh, popping up in chat groups and things like that with regards to, um, like, nurses. You know, obviously, Queensland Health, we know Queensland Health um, laid off, they say 10%, but I think it was probably more than 10% of the workforce because they didn't want to get the vaccine. Uh, and now we're starting to see some information come out. I think I shared one in uh, one of my chat groups See if I can find it here. Uh, anyway, I'll find it shortly. But it said, um, I think it was on the Facebook page, uh, it was to do with one of the nurses' unions saying that they were, I guess, approached by the Queensland government, Queensland Health, in fact, and saying that they're going to start to employ back a whole bunch of nurses and um, health staff, even if they're unvaccinated, because uh, they can't keep up with the workload that's, <laughs> that's happening. So the clown show rolls on. They've realised that they've dug themselves a fucking grave, and uh, now they're um, they're trying to backpedal. They're majorly backpedaling, actually. Um, that's where I put it. I put it up on Facebook because I thought it was friggin' hilarious. Um, I'll show you boys that one in a second. I'll actually put that up for the listeners. So obviously, someone got contacted by one of the nurses' unions, and they've just had, done a little screenshot on their phone and, and and just gone here. Have a look at this, and they've put it up online for everyone to see. So you don't get the, the full context of the whole um, message that they received, but they do show um, they do show a part of it. 
I can just locate it here and then oh, here we go. All right. So let me just quickly screen. There is a full voice. one. There is, there is a seen full it? one available. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All I right. don't have my phone with me at the moment. It was, right. I screenshotted it on there, but yeah, there was one. Good work. Just I'll without put... the sign, just without like the signatory at the end though. They sort of cut that out. Okay. All right. Well, at the very least, this just so that the, the listeners can and, and the viewers, uh, the members can see this. So uh, NPAQ, the Nurses Professional Association of Queensland, which is one of their unions, obviously addressed this to Claudia. Plans for unvaccinated nurses to return to work. After standing down 10% of Queensland health staff in the current overworked and understaffing crisis we are currently facing, NPAQ welcomes news that the Queensland government uh, plans so I have plans to allow unvaccinated healthcare workers to return, reducing the burden and hopefully returning to more sustainable nursing patient ratios. As you know, COVID vaccination service cannot be used as the basis for COVID infection control. To do so would be professional negligence. So it's therefore important that we push for rapid antigen tests before work, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that? But anyway, basically the gist of it they're saying is that, yep, Queensland government stuffed up and they're going to allow them to return to work even if you're unvaccinated so <laughs> i mean look good news so i basically posted I said look at them backpedaling queensland government knows they fucked up well done to those that held the line if only all industries did this people power works next will be the teachers there are approximately and i'm sure you guys have heard the same thing to let me know if you heard otherwise but um the scuttlebutt for that one appears to be look that the, the some people or the government are saying around 5,000 odd, but a lot of other people are saying around 25,000 staff, including teachers, teacher aides, support staff and admin that didn't get the jab and they were had to as part of their prerequisite for you know, returning to schools and stuff uh, this year in 2022. Um, so they all said, no, they're not going to do it. And they haven't been allowed to, they're not going to be allowed to return to work. Hence them pushing back the start date because kids were supposed to go back to school as of the 24th of January uh, this year, of course, in, in only you know, a week and a half or whatever it is. Uh, that's now been pushed back to February 7th, apparently. Um, I'm yet to see communication come from at least my children's uh, high school. Um, I've heard no other parents really talking about that they've had any communication from any schools with regards to this, but apparently the state government has had meetings with um, a whole host of um school principals uh, in order to try and work out what they're going to do about this. So they're basically using delay tactics. So they've given themselves another two weeks uh, you know, up their sleeve to try and work out what they're going to try and bloody do. Because again, they, they fucked up. They're trying to make all these people get the jab when they don't want it. And of course, what's happened? Oh, there's no teachers and no one to, to man the schools and stuff now. Um, and so what we heard is that only 11 and 12, so seniors are supposed to be returning to school. But what I then heard after that is that it's only going to be online. They're only going to do two weeks of online, at least for the seniors. So, Ethan, tell me if you've heard otherwise, um, and I'll throw to you, Andy, after. Have you heard anything to do? First of all, let's, let's touch base on the nursing first, and then we'll cross over to the school bit after. Um, in, in order for, in terms of the um, Queensland health stuff, uh, you've obviously seen the same thing, big numbers, people not wanting to get the vaccine, and now they're going to be begging them to come back to work. And we'll get into the reason why they're asking them to come back to work in a minute. Uh, we all, of course, all know the reason, but give us your thoughts on that, mate. Yeah, General, very interesting uh, developments coming out. Uh, obviously, not just specific with Queensland as well, across the country. It sort of started in New South Wales, 
Brad Hazard said, um, we're looking for unvaccinated people to come back to deal with the massive surge. And yep. now Queensland as well with that letter that you've shown where the union have supported the government's move to try and get people to come back. And I think it's good. Um, I might be a little bit cynical um, and I'll get into some of my reasons with the children as to why it sort of links up there as to why this type of thing's happening. But for me, in my perspective on, on another topic, I, I think that like a lot of people are celebrating this as a victory, you know, mm. look what happens when we stood tall and stuff. And I, I don't think that people should go running back. I don't think that these workers that have been treated like crap should go back to all of this stuff. And the reason why is I was watching a press conference with Brad Hazard and the attitude that Brad Hazard had was, yeah, these unvaccinated people are coming back to work, but if you think they're just going to stop in at a pub or a bar on the way home, that's not going to happen. They are coming to and from work. And for me, it's almost like the state is using this as a way to almost create an unvaccinated slave class. You will be called in when we need you and Ooh. you will need it because you have been so dependent on us that you'll come crawling back for this from mm. all of this manufactured, oh, we're overrun uh, narrative that's been happening. So for me, like, yes, it's unbelievable that these people stood tall and that they are, you know, crapping themselves and need people. But if you just give in and go back, then that solves their problem for them. You know, you need to keep sticking it to them. And that's just my opinion. You know, I'm not, some people out there may need it and stuff, but for the deeper psychological element of it, and when it comes to the teachers, this is what I think um, is in regards to this, is you mentioned that they've moved back now to, what, February 7th now. Yep, yep. This is going to be right after general. The so-called peak of the wave happens at the end of January. So we'll see if they these kids even do end up going back to school if it's just going to be completely online for the rest of the year again, you know, to get rid of a whole another year of social communication with children. And I think that that's sort of what they're doing with the medical thing as well. They're, they're making sure that all of this is happening, the borders are opening, all of this good news that we're seeing right as we're about to hit the so-called peak over the next couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see where the narratives go. As you mentioned, they're trying to figure out what they're doing with teachers at the moment. But for me, I just feel like there's this sort of a deeper psychological element going on. I'm not sure about you. I'll, I'll get your thoughts on that. Well, I kind of actually, it, that actually didn't occur to me. So I'm kind of glad you brought that up because it's very interesting. And that's a good point, actually, that they're, they're kind of saying, yeah, here's, here's the new slave class that's going to be, um, you know, they'll do our bidding when we want them to do them, the, the unvaccinated horde, uh, as they like to refer to us as, I guess. But uh, interesting. Yeah, good good point of view, man. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll see if that does happen. Look, And to be honest, maybe they should hold out. Maybe they should hold, hold out for that two weeks ago. You know what? They're not going to return on February 7th unless you, know, you give us um, the, these certain conditions, pay rise, um, you know, better air. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, just start making some demands. You go, well, we've, we fucking hold the power now. You are being compensation. Compensation, exactly. Like, why not? Why not make a stand and actually ask for more? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? If start they need you, you know. Well, if they, exactly, if they need us. But, you know, like, what are they going to do? They're going to, you know, start bringing them in from overseas maybe, maybe they could get a few, a couple of hundred maybe from overseas to help teach. Um, what are they going to do? Um, start grabbing fresh out of university? I, I'm sure there have been a few that would have graduated at the as of the end of 
the year just gone and they'll probably just start giving them jobs maybe to try and fill some positions. That's not going to do them all, is it? You know what I mean? Like they're still going to need thousands of these teachers and staff and admin, all that sort of stuff. So I think they still hold the power for the time being, and I think they should they should use it to their advantage. That's what I think. Actually. It's a power play. It's a power Absolutely. play, and I think that I think even though it is a victory, we shouldn't just be going, "Yeah, we've won," and everyone just run back because yeah, you know, then you see they you know they get the that, advantage though? again. We, we, you know? we solemn get a win, mate. You know, <laughs> so, exactly. So when That's they do the, get a win, yes. they're back and rolling with it and they're celebrating. Andy, let's let's give us let's get your thoughts on that. First of all, um, the Queensland health situation, mate. Like I mentioned, um, what ten uh, percent of the workforce? They're going to try and get a bunch of these um, these staff to come back. Um, the nurses union has been uh, working very hard to get these these people back. Um, obviously, well, first of all, is it a good thing? And then we'll, we'll ask you about the teacher thing too. What's your thoughts, man? Um, yeah, look, I really agree with what uh, Ethan's saying. And, of course, there's a deep distrust with these people, you know, um, and they're right into playing political games. So, um, yeah, uh, look, part of me has got, you know, my spidey senses are like on fire with all of this sort of thing. I don't trust any of them. So, but but it is true. They are scrambling. You know, that is that is that is for sure. Um, but, you know, look, it's an absolute shit show, isn't it? I mean, they're trying to be political. They're trying to look good. They're trying to save face. And the, then at the other side of the coin, they're trying to get the job done with, like, starting the new school year too. Um, man, look, I don't know. I think we just have to wait a few weeks on this one and see how it all sort of like works out. But um, yeah, I had well, like a, I said, in, I haven't heard any communication from the school. Surely if they're going to push this start time back, they should be in. I get emails from the school twice a week usually for communication. You know, they're always sending out stuff, what's happening, blah, 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 updates and shit, nothing. They've been silent on this. So I find that curious as well. It you know? is. I know it is. I, I will. It just smacks of more um, unorganized desperation going on behind the scenes. Um, a, a mate of mine actually sent me a uh, article or a screenshot in response to what you posted this morning in regards to um, that teachers union thing, mm-hmm. and he there's been a there's been a response from um, must be the uh, who's Darth now. Is that the current oh, DF. officer? Yeah, she's the she's the um, no, she, um, she's the health minister. I'm pretty sure DF or DAF. Oh, the health minister. Yeah. Okay. So the health ministers come out and made a public statement saying that there will be no unvaccinated teachers coming back to the classroom this year. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I know uh, it's it's an absolute shit show, isn't it? So yeah, that's, you know, it's interesting like, that that's what we're hearing now. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Keep an eye on this over the next. Well, well, they're supposed to go back on the twenty. I think. So. Yeah, I think with the teachers, it's too late. I mean, they're already. If you've been following the the People's Revolution TPR Connect, they're already been having great community meetings, and they're starting with schooling, getting teachers that have been kicked out of schools that have been fired, and getting them to come together for community groups for homeschooling groups. This is what's happening now. So the teachers. You know, she's come. These people come might come out and say that, but 
that's just because they know they can't get these people back in. Like potentially they might have been able to with nurses. The teachers are already gone. They're already starting their alternative network and I hope they mm. stick with it. So. Yeah. And, and they'll get paid to do that too. People in these small oh, groups yeah. will pay them. They'll be like, well, yeah, it might cost you whatever a term or a semester or whatever, you know, and they'll make a bit of money out of that and that'll be enough to keep them going as well. You know, why not? That's if, if there's a market there for yep. it, nature, a balls a vacuum, you know what I mean? So that's um, it. Yeah. And uh, I'll put a link in too for the listeners out there who are interested in the TPR Connect stuff as well. It's, um, it's definitely can I, all that's Can I just important. chime in just Go for it. quickly, General, too? There's a massive issue with this whole mask thing too. You know, so they can't, um, these teachers and people that are on the side of freedom can't march back into these Queensland state schoolrooms and still participate in this whole mask madness either. So that, ha- that has to be brought to the attention as well. We can't have it halfway. Mm. We can't have masks, masks still existing, especially in primary schools. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it does appear. It, I just get this, this sense that they're, they're backpedalling. They've... They're backpedaling yeah. the narrative a bit, you know what I mean? I just get this. That's the, the feeling I've gotten over the last couple of weeks anyway, uh, since, well, probably since the new year has kicked on. Of, um, because you got to remember, you got to remember, like, at the end of the year, when they were started to, they put out that mandate and said, well, as of, you know, the next year, school teachers, everyone has to be vaccinated. That is, they didn't, I don't think they made that statement and then think, well, there'd be no repercussions. They would have. They, they, they. They're not completely stupid. They're inept. They're, in, you know, they're they're fucking morons. But they're not completely stupid. I think they would have gone. If we do this, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch that aren't going to come to come to the party and get get the shot. So we're going to. They they knew they were going to be down on numbers. Like they would have had to. Fuck. If if anyone, if I can think of that, they can think of that. You know what I mean? These people. This is their fucking job. You know what I mean? So, so it just makes me wonder. Like, have they got? something else planned like you know it's hard to try and imagine what they're up to but it does i do think they're in damage control absolutely they're in, they're in damage control there's no they can't, haven't got the staff what are they gonna do you yeah they well that's it mate they're in damage control but you know if it, it doesn't mean that it's the end of it you know a lot of defensive moves can be made to get them back on the offense and i, I think that that's what we're seeing now you know i think that there is a legitimate as you say uh, tr- pedaling back on this stuff, especially the fact that they didn't really give anyone a Christmas or a holiday period. You know, that was the one thing I was wrong about. We said this, all of this isn't going to end. It's going to continue. But I at least predicted that they'd give people at least Christmas and the holidays, you know, those couple of weeks that people could just get out, but they didn't do that. They ruined everyone trying to get across the border, trying to travel. Everything was just ruined everywhere. And, and, and so I think... A couple of days ago, until like this weekend, yeah. Exactly, exactly, which is too little too late for a lot of people that wanted to travel at that time, you know, and I think that they are backpedalling because they understand people are starting to get riled up. They are starting to ask questions. Why do I have to get this booster? Why is all of this stuff happening? Why now the jabs for children such a massive push for it when we've never they've never been at threat from this so-called virus and, and this is a milder version of that virus. How, why do I have to get my child vaccinated? All these questions are starting to tick. Mm. And so I think that they are doing, it's, I always say to people, if you want to see how propaganda warfare works, watch the movie, wag the dog. If you, I know it's a Hollywood movie, but any movie that you, you need to see it's wag the dog. And, and it, even though it's about a sex scandal that the U S president goes under, 
he creates a fake war to divert attention away it's a from fake it. Fake country too, wasn't it? A, was it a fake with country? A fa- yeah. It was a fake. That's country. it. With, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a fake country as well, and like it tell yeah. it. It really explains to you in that movie the dynamics of propaganda warfare between two different sides: the people that are trying to ruin his presidency during that time and bring attention back to it, versus how. The, the state are trying to bring this war into effect. And it's it's very similar to the information war that we have going on right now. And I think that, you know, through that movie, this per, this team's winning, then they do something, then the other team comes back. I think that it's just this continuous cycle where we do have the upper hand right now, but we need to maintain that we keep that, mate. Mm, absolutely. Well, that's that's why, I again, I get, keep getting this feeling that they're, backpedaling on this narrative once again i mean that's why i'll bring up that um that video for the for the viewers as well uh, so let me screen share this one then we can all hear it there's been over a 20 to 1 return if you had put that money into an s p 500 and reinvested the dividends you'd come up with something like 17 billion dollars but you think it's 200 billion dollars here yeah you're okay you're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations these vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm-hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every every adult to get a booster shot. It's uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. <laughs> uh, there we go. Clearly one of the best investments Dr. Gates has ever been involved in, yes. <laughs> well done to him. <laughs> And it's right there. The the it's right there for listeners out there that are just listening to that. That was I'm sure you might have seen it a compilation of all the things that they said in 2020, which started to slowly morph all of a sudden into a new narrative. And it reminds me, General, of 
what we've always said, uh, the old famous saying, uh, we were always at war with Eurasia. This is what we're seeing now. Yep. It's yep. changed and nobody cares. Nobody, yeah. everyone's just still believing the nonsense. That, yeah, yeah, that's because, right. We, because as we're seeing now, at the, the press conferences, they're now saying, oh, the unvaccinated are nine times more likely to end up in ICU than the triple jabbed because the triple jab now are the fully vaccinated. That's right. So all of the unvaccinated people in hospitals now are the double jab, but nobody cares. It's an epidemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah. But this it, is how it's always been. You got, yeah, that's right. That's right. This is, it's all, we've always been at war with the unvaccinated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you see how they, um, they, they're, like they're technically not lying because they've changed the parameters of the, of the lie. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. <laughs> they can say, yeah, they can say, well, in order to be fully vaccinated, you have to be triple, you have to have your booster, at least your first booster, which means that anyone in hospital, like you said, who's had one or two shots, well, no, they're unvaccinated. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> are they though? You know, they've had their vaccines, or if we can call them that anyway, but oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's what we've been noticing. Yeah. So I just want to, again, further illustrate just that, that, that backpedaling and just the unraveling of the narrative, you know, from the beginning to where it is now. And there's another meme that I put up. Uh, I'll quickly scroll up. Here it is here. I'll just screen share it just quickly so you can see it. Uh, let me know when you got that on your screen. Yep. You got that? Yep. So just for the listeners, May from the World Health Organization, 95% protection. June, 70% protection. July, 50% protection. August, no protection, but reduces the spread. September, doesn't reduce the spread, but reduces severity. October, doesn't reduce severity, but reduces hospitalizations. November, doesn't reduce hospitalizations, but you aren't going to die. December, you die, but you go to heaven. <laughs> and then someone, uh, one of my friends in our group, Andy, he's put up, January, you, don't, you, you can't go to heaven because you've uh, existed for two years in hell. So there you go. That's what you put up. That's funny as well. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Again, and that, that, that just kind of perfectly illustrates where we've gone through and I just, it just unravels even more. Um, one, the other thing I wanted to bring up, though, and from about maybe a week to two weeks ago, I sort of, Danny and I were sort of seeing all this stuff and you, you probably saw it too, Andy, and the groups, people putting up pictures of, of the empty shells and, and coals and woolies and... And all the toilet paper's all gone again and there's no meat and there's nothing on the shelves. They, they put all these pictures up, you know what I mean? I'm like, and I sort of looked down and went, do, do we just fucking go through a portal or something? Is it two years ago? Like, this was two years ago. Why is this happening again? Did we not learn anything? You know, these fucking morons that go out there and start buying everything up. But, you know, they don't realise that it's this, this artificial scarcity. You know what I mean? It's like they've just stopped they just went, ah, oh, we'll just slow down or we'll stop all of this transport industry stuff so that, um, you know, the shelves don't get... They've got all this stuff. All this shit exists in the big warehouses that they've got just up the road from me, Andy. There's a big Coles and a Woolies depot, yeah. like, not that far away. It's all just sitting there. That's right. They're just not filling the shelves up. They're just not putting them back in. It just makes you wonder why. Is it? And it's I, I, I say it's because they're creating the artificial scarcity on purpose to just to drive this, this point home again, you know? Um, what do you make of that? Andy? I think it's. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I just I don't trust everything that you see online. Like, I just 
I think that's just people trying to make themselves a bit famous when they see an empty shelf in a supermarket. I'm not really buying any of that like stuff. Like well, all the moment. local. I'm not seeing any. You go to a butcher, you go to a the fruit and veg shop, you go to like a Drake's IGA, I think. Packed, not everything. They've got everything. Yeah. Why yeah. just the two big ones, you know? Yeah. They have a well, captive market, of yeah. course, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not really buying that. I don't think it's a problem. Well, I don't think it's a problem either. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, I guess when you you do your main shop at those ones and you walk in and you see that, I guess it, for the average person, it can be a bit of a shock. You know what I mean? When you start to see empty shelves and you're thinking like, what's going on? But what what is, I don't get, I just don't get what the reasoning is for it. I still haven't worked that out. Like why why do it? What's the point they're trying to put across though? I mean, Ethan, have you got any insight into that? Like, why bother do this again? Why bother make the shelves empty for for what? What's the purpose? I don't. Is because of Omicron? Is it because of I mean, everyone's got their vaxes? They're under the triple now. They're under the boosters now. What big? You know yeah. I mean? Like I don't. Well, get this it. is this is how you continue on sort of indefinite lockdowns with periods where people don't actually have to be locked down. So they're saying that the reason for all of this crisis is not because of a food shortage or anything, which it is having effect on the real food, but because everyone that had to go out and get the tests and went out and got PCR tests and rapid antigen tests, the new rat tests that are the saga taking over, where can we get them, et cetera, et cetera, most of them that tested positive all had to isolate. And it turned out that most of the workforce, the essential workforce, has been isolating now because they needed to get their cases through the roof. Brad Hazard was not going to be to made look to look like a fool. He said 200,000 cases per day by the end of January and they needed to get there. That's why every single person now that comes into the hospital has to be tested. You, you go in for a broken arm or mental health issues, you've got to be tested first. And that's what has boosted up the, all of the stats right now. And so when we see all of this, every single person that's had to isolate because of a COVID test has been in lockdown. They've been locked down for two, you know, two weeks, however the yeah. period is, so much now that they're calling, we need to let people out, we need to let the truck drivers out. It's not because there's a food problem but it's because of these government games that are being played. While at the same time, what we're seeing is what is normally the case when this type of stuff happens is all of the farmers out there that have an abundance of fruit and vegetables and all this type of stuff, they now have to throw it all out because no truck has come and picked it up. Yes, I've no seen, one come I've and seen got it. footage of this, not just here in Australia too, but that's also happening overseas. Yeah. Overseas. So it, yeah. in, in a way, it does break down and hurt the farmers and the, the reliable food chain supply more. You know, they miss a couple of weeks of key income. They, the, the head of CEO said a few, uh, the CEO of Woolworth said a few days ago that this is still going to continue for another two weeks or so. Empty shelves and no produce and stuff. And mm. I think that it's just this whole perpetual thing, while at the same time, ramping up all of the virus hysteria, look how many cases there are. When none of it exists, none of it's actually happening. There is no food crisis. There is no virus. All or, you know, but all of this stuff is crazy. I mean, we went away for our wonderful full member weekend. Incredible. Remote location in the middle of nowhere. And local butcher gets his own food. Russell, you know Russell. He mm -hmm. has his own chooks, fishes his own fish, makes his own honey. Everyone around the region does their own stuff. There was no food shortage. And then 
we come back from the middle of remoteness to empty food shelves and nothing in the shops and people running around like headless chooks. It was like an alternate universe, stepping back into this alternate universe in the populated areas. I mean, there is no crisis, guys. No, it's all, this is all manufactured. It's yeah. all manufactured. Yeah. And I, actually, I wanted to, a um, little bit later, I'll get you to just, just to speak to that too for the just to give us a bit of a quick rundown and, and it'll probably help hopefully encourage a few people to jump on board as members as well too, to uh, just to hear about that experience too. It just happened to coincide with Danielle's 40th birthday party. So I could not go. I, I fucking wanted to go too. And I knew it was going to be happening on that fucking day. Oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all good. Uh, it's all good, mate. I got it won't be the, got won't be the last anyway, one. So it's okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> won't be the last one. So no, I've, I know. I hopefully know. get out to another one. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, well, that um, no, but you bang on, mate. That artificial, yeah, it, everything. You're right. There is no virus. There is no fucking anything to be afraid of. It's all fake. It's all artificial, including the scarcity that they say we're going through. You're right. Um, yeah, just all just my bang. vaccinated friends are the ones that are sick. That's right. Like I've been, I've That's been right. licking pavements trying to get COVID. You know, <laughs> every time I see an, es- an escalator <laughs> handlebar, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, where is it? Come on, your face and in your ears and yeah. Stuff. yeah. That's it. Why are all the sick, all the ones that are supposed to be protected? It's inverted reality, and it's just getting to a point where nothing's real. Oh my god, I'm glad you said that because I've started a little, and I wanted to get a whole bunch of um, examples of this, and I've started doing like a little hashtag in my groups um, called Inversion of Reality. Um, I'll just see if I can scroll up quickly to where one of the most recent ones is because I'm just putting links to things and I'm like, here's another example of the inversion of fucking reality that we've been going through. <laughs> um, actually, just quickly, this one's quite interesting too. Uh, let me screen share this so you can see that because that's it's a side note thing, but I just wanted people to uh, get an example of this. Here we go. What's really going on here? Cigarette packet warning label as that as at December 2021. Warning, tobacco smoke contains a toxic mix of chemicals that cause disease and early death in children and non-smoking adults exposed to the smoke. Cigarette packet warning label as of January 2022. Warning, inhaling even small amounts of the toxic chemicals in tobacco smoke can trigger sudden blood clots, heart attacks and strokes. Oh, yeah, of course, because they're all going through this. (laughs) They're They're all the vaccinated ones, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just here we go. Wow. Here's a inver- one of the inversion of reality ones. Uh, this is from a Twitter post. Men wearing face masks deemed more attractive. Cardiff University suggests. Wow. Um, again, an example of inversion of reality right there. Um, here we go. <laughs> high number. There's another inversion of reality once again. The high number of vaccinated people in intensive care in New South Wales may appear concerning but it actually shows the jab is working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is just exactly what we're talking about with this. It is. That is did clear that. examples yeah. of the inversion of reality that we're living. You know, it makes you wonder, what, do people actually believe this stuff? Like, are they reading those and going, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No. Well, I mean, sure, the fucking morons that wear their two masks and have their 20,000 jabs, they all probably believe it, but... Surely the the average person out there, the average Joe, will look at that and go, what? Come on. You know, they've got to because it's not right. It's just, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to make all these examples of this inversion of reality. And I'm going to put a whole thing together with a whole bunch of them just so we can see that this is 
to me, to me, it's a tactic that has been used in this warfare that we've been under the last, you know, two odd years. Um, yeah, it's um, well, I say it's con confusion by in inversion of reality. So they've confused the public by in inverting the, the reality that we're currently going under. So it sort of puts them at ease and. Or, or it confuses yeah. them again and they, they lose sight of what they're actually supposed to be con, uh, uh, concerned with and stuff. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't focus on that stupid problem. Yeah. Because um, once you get a few jabs in, think of it, once this booster jab comes in, that's when all of the safe and effective and true. stop the spread uh, sort of propaganda wears off, mate. That's when it wears off. Like it restarts again. You know what I mean? It's going to be so confusing because you won't be able to identify, well, what was said for the first and second jabs? Well, now that we're on the third and the fourth and the fifth jab, you mm. know, we'll be on the fifth jab and it'll be, it's 90% effective. It reduces, you know, transmission and severity of hospitalizations. It'll be the same propaganda just recycled, but it's going to be too layered over the top that people will never be able to recognize the original source of that propaganda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right, um, boys. Now I'll just switch gears a little bit. So recently, um, about five days ago, screen sharing once again uh, popped up an article here over here at Real News Australia. Pfizer CEO admits their current COVID nineteen vaccine doesn't have the safety profile safety profile they'd hoped for. So again, this is why I've sort of going with the trend of the backpedaling of the narrative once again. When you got these these admissions from you know, the, the CEO of, of Jab Nation himself, um, um, Albert Baller, Mr. Uh, Mr. Zionist Jew, I'm pretty sure. Uh, in a recent interview with CNN and published on their Squawk Pod podcast, Pfizer CEO Albert Baller made a few astonishing admissions about his COVID-19 vaccine. He first admits that the current BioNTech Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine does not have the safety profile they'd hoped for. This is in complete contradiction with previous statements from the company, as well as governments and media around the world that claimed it was 95 to 100% safe and effective. I've got a, a, a snippet of the actual thing there, which I saved because I'm pretty sure it got taken down as well. Uh, well, there we go. So you probably see that the, the Twitter one that this guy had put up uh, has been um, deleted. I forgot to save that one, but anyway... I uh, said so that as if it wasn't shocking enough, Baller goes on to make the uh, more shocking admissions. And I quote, two doses of the vaccine offers very limited protection, if any. Three doses with a booster offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths, less protection against infection. That's from his mouth, from his own words that he, this guy says this. He also said that he himself doesn't know if a fourth shot, that is the second booster, is needed. And that it, it is, this needs to be tested. He is aware that Israel has started this experiment. He also says this. That's a quote from him too. So there you go, folks. Israel, where your green pass is not accepted if you're not fully vaccinated, is experimenting on its, on its population with a fourth shot, which is the second booster. I wonder if the Israeli public knows that they are the lab rats of the world. So again, that's just I just noticed why I said I noticed this trend that's been happening over the last couple of weeks of these sorts of admissions of you know this whole narrative that they set in place over the last two years. They're they're just backpedaling, you know, they're either backpedaling or they're going separate ways or they're trying to create a new one because it's just crumbling, it's falling apart. And I just wanted to highlight that there as well. So um, I'm sure you probably caught 
um, that one, Andy, uh, when it when it came out, or you put, did you see that? I don't know if you actually saw the video at all. Did you catch that one, mate? Oh, I, I did catch the video. Yeah. Mm. I mean, these things are just designed to keep us in a state of fear. That's always been the case right from the beginning of this whole thing, you know, and especially I think getting back to that supermarket shelf thing too, where it ties in perfectly with that, you know, because like Ethan was expressing, like it doesn't make any sense otherwise, you know. Mm. It doesn't make sense to someone clearly thinking, but it does make sense if you, if you wanted to put a, like a, a fear-based, uh, overlaid fear base into the general population. Well, that to me see, because is, that's probably is the reason why he's doing this. That's I think that's the re- he thinks he by him coming out saying these things. I didn't still put this in the article, but by him saying this stuff, it's it's like he's trying to fear the you know put the population into fear so that they rush out and yeah, get their next boosters and get more of them. But people like us see I, I through think, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think no, it's obviously a, the messages tactic. aren't people like us. You know, um, the messages are for the general public. Absolutely. And to put a low state of fear, that, that low base fear, man, it's very powerful. I think they're very, very cunning and calculated with the way that they, that they, that they just push this you know, low vibration, this low fear. And then, of course, anything to do with the shortage of food, whether it's true or not, if you just put it out into the public, man, they're easily scared, they panic. Well, hence all the toilet paper disappearing once again. <laughs> I still didn't get that, but anyway. Well, I, I still <laughs> yeah, well, we. It's hard to understand the psychology of the of the general public. It really is. It, it's it, it, you know after nearly two years of, of of us talking about this whole scandemic, it's still we still no one still gets it. You know? no, we still see examples of the base level stuff every day. We we went yeah. down to um, the beach yesterday, and on the way home, we always stop off at um, near Burley. There's a Bunnings and stuff there, but there's a beautiful fish and chip shop called the British Burley Chippy. There you go, free promotion for you guys. But anyway, um, it's awesome. Best fish and chips I always have. So we, we love to stop in there. But they didn't have the the label on the window. There's like a Subway, a fish and chip shop, a Chinese takeaway, then a Mexican place. They've all, they all had this thing on the window that says, you know, you've got to have your vaccine to come in and stuff. They didn't have it up. And then so I went in and ordered and stuff. And we were just going to probably just take away and just eat it on the car because I expected that we weren't going to be allowed to sit in anyway. So I just said, oh, yeah, we'll take away. And then when we ordered it, we're sitting there waiting because it's quite busy. The amount of people that are walking around, just standing there with their masks on, checking into the place and, you know, waiting. And then when they get their food and they sit down, oh, the mask comes off. You know, they're all safe now because they're they're sitting. You know know what I mean? Like, we're still going through this. People think they're safe because they're sitting. Oh, my God, it's so stupid. But anyway, um, and then when our food was ready, like, we didn't, actually take it away well this this family got up and walked away with this table of four went oh let's just sit down here so we just sat down and just ate like didn't check in didn't prove vaccination status or anything they didn't even ask us and then um reporting you yeah oh shit i mean i mean i mean we went home straight away ethan <laughs> or police <laughs> thought yes thought crime um but yeah so we, we were fine we we didn't have to prove it uh andy's dialing the cops right now so uh, i'll see you later boys um <laughs> yeah it was great like we didn't really worry about it. the table next to us they did the same thing they, some of them weren't wearing masks but others were but I just yeah you're right there's there's still this element that walk around that still drive with a fucking mask on they still go to the shops and stuff although we still see a few a few more not wearing them here and there um, a few more not bothering to check in and that sort of thing but you know a lot of them still wear the mask you know under their 
and as I said previously, if anyone wears a mask, you know, there, it's because they want to breathe and they, they think that they've got to wear the mask. So they, they just do that one. Um, you know, I just want to encourage those kind of people to just take them off. Just take them off. You don't need it. Don't be stupid. Look at me. I'm, I've never worn one. Like, fuck. Yeah. But you're right, Andy, that those, those people still exist. And you can't get through to them. You know, we again, in the Chinese restaurant, we were sitting right behind us. There's like the planter boxes that kind of divide the restaurants. That They all wore masks. And when they greeted their friends that they rocked up, they did that. They did the air kiss to each other. Oh, yeah. Like they were like a meter away. Like they didn't want to touch each other. <laughs> but then they take the mask off and sit down and they're like talking to each other, like two feet away. Like, don't be fucking stupid. Come on. And Danielle's just sitting in my ear going, look at these fucking kids behind me. Look, look. They just did the fucking air kiss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we couldn't. We had to laugh. We just had to laugh. They're just so fucking stupid. So I kind of don't worry about them. Like, they're, you're never going to get through to those people. You know what I mean? Never going to get through to them. Anyway. Non-play characters, mate. Yeah. NPCs. NPCs, that's it. Uh, Different breeds. I'll I'll just quickly throw to you, brother. Did you catch wind of Albert Ball making these statements? Um, And again, what were your thoughts on the reason why he's come out saying this sort of stuff? Yeah, I did see that, General. And again, as we said, just an inversion of reality and this whole perpetual cycle of um, virus propaganda. Um, I'll put up on the screen here. I'll share this tweet. It's related to it. Let me know when you do see it. But it comes from a, for the listeners out there, a doctor called Dr. Risa Hoshino, MD. And this was her tweet. And it's of a similar vein. To be clear, science didn't lie to you. Shots were initially working very well against infection with the OG virus. But then not enough people got vaccinated and so new variants emerged. Now shots aren't working well. Now shots aren't working as well against infection, but they still work against severe illness. (laughs) Right there, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Risa Hoshino. Um, And this is relating to to Baller, who Baller, as we've mentioned before, um, he got his... uh, his doctorate degree in uh, reproductive biology from a, a zoological institute yeah, in he's zoology. A, he's which, a veterinary professional, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So this is what we're talking about with all of this. But this is this same mentality that this doctor is talking about now that's coming from Baller. It's because of these new variants and because the science changes, now it, it's just okay that it doesn't work. It doesn't matter that we said 12 months ago that it doesn't work because... Then Delta threw everything off. Now Omnicron's thrown everything off, and we weren't ready for that. But as Baller said, General, we're going to have a Omnicron-specific vaccine ready in March, ready to go. That's and their right. stocks shot up right again. It's mm. funny when he was doing uh, that interview, like they didn't have anything on the screen except Pfizer's share prices and how high they have been increasing. Like there was no data. There was no nothing. It was just a <laughs> stock exchange beside him. Yeah. Oh, man. Just all completely. about the money, hey? Yeah. That's what it is. And they're not going to stop. If you were making that much money and people were that laptive and, you know, susceptible to your agenda and, you know, you could make another three, four, fifty billion billion, you know, this year as a company, but three, four billion yourself, Australia's richest 200 uh, people become 50% richer over the 2020 to 2021 period. Yep. They were able to amass over $50 billion collectively 
during that period. Well, I thought we we're all in this together. People <laughs> like Baller, people like this doctor, they're not going to stop. And it doesn't matter that they lied in the past. The same way it didn't matter that they lied about 9-11 and they lied about JFK and all of these things in the past because they realise now if the propaganda is good enough, you can get away with anything. If a lie is big enough, it becomes truth if enough people believe it. That's so that's my thoughts right. on Baller. I think that that's really the mentality that these uh, statements come from. And it's interesting that all these people have the very same deep uh, accented uh, voice like Klaus Schwab, don't they? They do. Baller yeah, sounds right. very similar, doesn't he? Mm. Mm. Just with more Seems of a... Very- what is he? Is he Italian by birth or something, or is he is he actually um, Israeli? I'm not too sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but you're right. I, he all does I have see, that. yeah, yeah. All I see is what I see, and 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 don't you see that all of our premiers, all the male premiers, have the exact same haircut? They all look pretty much the exact same. It's a big club, and they're all a part of it. You know. Yeah. yeah. And fuck him, I don't want to be in that club. I know. Um, what's his name? <laughs> the, the comedian. Um, yeah, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. What's his name? George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we not we may not be in it, but fuck him, I don't want to be in it. I don't want to be in that fucking club. <laughs> Jesus, fuck them. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, um, ridiculous. I'll stop sharing have, now. Yeah, you're right, mate. What else have we been seeing uh, lately around uh, around around Australia? We've got WA that's um, cordoned themselves off from the rest of the the country again. Um, you know, old Northern Territory um, up there. Um, is it Gunner in the Northern Territory that he's, you know, he's um, seen those videos with um, the, Abor- the Australian Aboriginal translation, you know, just so that you can put the message across to go and get your jabs to all the Aboriginal people out there. Uh, it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah, Matt, that was uh, Mark McGowan. Mark McGowan, McGowan in WA. WA and then, yeah. that's right, sorry. And um, yeah, Gunner in um, Northern Territory. Yeah, you're right. Gunner um, just terrorizes the indigenous up there. He doesn't yeah, he need does. any campaigning. He'll just lock down their communities and kidnap them away to Howard Springs and lock down the unvaccinated. He don't care. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, old um, McGowan is, yeah, like I said, got the name wrong before, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, McGowan's, you know, cordoned off uh, WA so no one can get in or out, um, you know, because they're their own nation apparently um now uh, even though that wa never opened it never even opened they're like oh we're closing down it's like barely open okay well they they, was was the same with here they said what was it no november or early december they said oh take off your masks you don't need masks anymore and then we had what two weeks of of no one wearing masks and they were still checking in of course and then oh Fucking the, <laughs> another constraint has come up and um, now we have to uh, put the masks back on and uh, keep going for your boosters and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's still going. Still going. Right, let's head over to TOTT News. All right. And we're about an hour or 10 roughly into this. So uh, have you got anything that's kind of is in line with um, the narrative of this particular show at all, Ethan? Have you got anything lately that you've put up? With regards to that, or otherwise, uh, it'll be take a pick on what's happening over at tottnews.com, brother. 
Uh, I'm happy to talk about whatever. Um, we've got booster shots that have been made mandatory for Victorian and New South Wales industries. So the yeah. boosters have obviously, as soon as you're eligible, um, we've got the vaccine, microchips, science fiction becoming a reality. Let's go with a the whole booster bunch of shots. Content. Yeah, let's go absolutely. Let's go with booster shots there. Yep. So this screen, was announced. Screen share so we can scroll through that one with you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. We, just uh, get it up now. Yeah, for, so this for, is the members. I'll love this one. This is available on tottnews.com. If you're on the Patreon, uh, you should be able to see this on the screen. But what has happened is New South Wales and Victoria, they've announced new sweeping changes to key industry. So if you're in, in an industry that has had a vaccine uh, mandate or anything like that, you're now subject to go get your booster shot as soon as uh, as you are eligible. Um, and if you can see here, workers in key industries with a vaccine mandate will be required to get a boost before they can work on site. It has been announced. So Martin Foley in Victoria, uh, speaking at a media conference, uh, said that all workers in critical industries would be required to get their booster vaccination. Obviously, there's a Link there to Foley on uh, skynews.com.au. So you can go check that out for yourself. In that. Um, and there's also an article from the Herald Sun there. Then that's where I saw it that morning. Hadn't seen that anyone else had uh, been reporting on it. So I put an article up. And what they have to do in Victoria now is you have to be triple jabbed under the new mandate. Um, and you've got until February 12th. Uh, to receive what is essentially their third dose of a vaccine. Or if you've had your two shots later, it is essentially as long as it is when you become eligible to do so, which, as we know, they've already shortened that to four months at a time, and they said they're going to do three months at the end of January. So mm. every single three months, you're going to expire, folks. Your vaccines are expired and you're no longer fully vaccinated as we've predicted for a while here um, on this podcast on our websites. So that was Victoria, New South Wales as well, on the exact same morning, also announced this. And this is what this is while all of this Novak Djokovic uh, saga has been going on, which has gripped the entire nation for the last two weeks, has been nonstop every single day, you know, multiple cancellations of his visa or all this stuff. I'm sure everyone's aware yeah. of what's going on. And as this is happening... On this exact same morning, both states announced uh, that boosters uh, will be mandated. And for New South Wales, it's a little bit, it's not as specific. Uh, for boosters, we've got, so in Victoria, we have in the state, they have to be a part of this. If you're in an industry that's already had a pre-existing mandate, this is added onto it. Where New South Wales, for the moment, they're only doing select frontline workers, but as we've Seen the path, this will probably increase and spread to the rest of the nation or the rest of the industries as well. So teachers, nurses, as well as health and disability workers who are mandated to be fully immunized will now be required to get booster shots for further protections. And this is why we don't understand. Mandate doesn't just stop at one mandate. Mandates evolve, they continue, and all of a sudden your mandate has become tyranny, you know. Mm -hmm within a short period of time. So 
This is a quote by Dom. There are a number of workers here in New South Wales that we have deemed to be in high-risk settings in those circumstances have mandated vaccinations. We're moving to those mandates, including a booster shot. And of that morning, January 10th, 2022, they already started putting it up, all of these key industries. You can see a screenshot here, the New South Wales Department of Education have put up changes to vaccination requirements for school staff. So if you are working, you now have to go get your third jab. And this is now coming all across the state. So from January 8th to 27th, um, and these are the restrictions at the moment, there's still prohibited uh, singing and dancing and hospitality venues, entertainment facilities, and major recreation establishments. Even though that most people, it's what, 90 three percent or whatever they say double jabbed now they're calling for booster shots but there's still restrictions going on so that's available on tottnews.com it just continues to what we were just talking about with baller the third shot now is the one that's going to be effective if you have a third booster now it's going to be safe now it's going to make sure that you don't end up in hospital <laughs> now you have to go get this out and say we're already seeing this start say the last line the last line of the article you gotta say that one <laughs> the, la- <laughs> the last line of this article. Yep, yep. The Epsilon boosters have arrived. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the fucking Epsilon boosters. Big time. That's it, oh. mate. I'm- if you have a look here, um, I'm going on the website here, seeing as we've got uh, Epsilon booster. If we go on here, we had a chat about this. We can actually bring this up when it was. April 23rd, 2021, wow, the Epsilon Boosters, ago? when uh, I did a food for thought and we were talking about that on the podcast. Yeah, Vaccine yeah. boosters are the next part of the plan to protect against emerging coronavirus variants <laughs> and will come with an entirely new approach to vaccination. And even then, see, I said annual next generation shots. I didn't think it would be every four months so quickly. Um, this will ensure the Epsilon agenda continues at full swing as a pharmacological machine slowly hits the human mass populace over time. So we've been inspecting this for a long time now. And as we can see, they have uh, now arrived, mate. Mate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring that up because I'm going to put that in the show notes as well, just so people can... Epsilon. Go on, put that in the show notes so people can really see that, yeah. This is how long ago we've been talking about this shit. Um, so if we go back to this article, the Epsilon boosters have arrived. We've been waiting for this. Here it is. And just to finish this article off, which is available at TOTT News, they aren't the first to do this. Um, in South Australia from November, it's already been mandated and compulsory by Stephen Marshall that you have to go get um, your booster shot for frontline healthcare, aged care and disabilities, and also in Western Australia out there with uh, Mark McGowan. Within one month of eligibility as part of the mandatory vaccination policy, you have to get it. So four states there, ladies and gentlemen, have uh, mandated booster shots for key industries, just as we predicted. And here it is, mate. And there we go, mate. There we go. Just um, you can finish screen sharing there, brother, for me for a second. So there we go. That's that's why, folks, we keep telling you that you have to hold the line. If you just say no, just say no, just keep saying no. You're not going to do it because if you do it, you are locked in. You are locked into this shit. Look at what's happening. 
three or four months and then you've got to get a booster and it becomes a mandate. It becomes, oh, if you're going to keep your job, you've got to get the next booster. And then it's, oh, the fourth one, you've got to have the fourth one because, you know, the new variant, uh, it's more susceptible. You're more protected if you get the fourth one. Um, no matter what bullshit lies they come up with, you're just going to get locked in because your little, um, your little check-in thing on your phone ain't going to fucking work if you don't have your fourth shot. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. Don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. Stop complying, people. God damn it. People, I, I think it's really going to start ramping up, you know, because people, like, a lot of people that I know that have got the double jab, they're always, they're just laughing, saying, nah, there's no way I'm going to get the booster. That's a little bit too far. But they still aren't realising really? that you're going to expire and you're going to have to be faced with the same blackmail, the same coercion, the same... Absolutely. How do they not see they did it? the first time. Yeah, it's, they're just like, oh, I'm not getting the booster, you know. They're not seeing this seriously. It not fucking matter if you in. think you want to get it or not. Yeah, you're locked in, man. Exactly. You've got the first two. <laughs> no jab, no job. It's coming again and uh. it never ends. So you need to make a decision now before it gets too late, before four, five, six boosters in, the Epsilon agenda is really taking you hold. So. Mm. There you go, Andy. I mean, you're, you're a business owner and a business, you run businesses. Um, you know, you got to start you got to start forcing your mandates on your employees, uh, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I do actually have a po- I do have a policy in my shop in New Guinea that um, that uh, any any employee who gets the uh, experimental jab needs to find another job. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. And do it. You should do it for your fucking all your workplaces here and whatever else you start up. You make a, a your your contract for your employees that you're any you hire. They must sign it. Yeah. You must so not um, must not be jabbed. Six <laughs> six workers six workers all know. You know. Actually, the thing in PNG is really really interesting. They're yeah, dropping like flies over there. Wow. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's really really quite serious. One of the one of the very senior politicians um, in in one of the north northern districts in there um, just dropped dead unexpectedly. Uh, and <laughs> unexpectedly, all, and, yeah. yeah, it's it's absolutely full on. The um, mortuaries, um, you know, they they just can't keep up with it. So there's an yeah, ab, ab, absolute epidemic with the vaccinated population up there. Like they really are suffering. Do, so do, it's turning the population really are quite wo- awoken up. I was going to say, our, do you get north. the impression that they're not going to go for this much longer, that they're, they're really saying no to these shots because they don't want them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, actually the Red Cross, there was a Red Cross four-wheel drive that was um, traversing its way uh, south from the, the capital, like Booker, uh, heading south uh, in, in Main Bougainville and was stopped by... Um, a local, a local gang, and they unloaded the whole thing from all of the vaccines and smashed them all across the road. Wow, awesome! Yeah, so just, um, yeah, no, I love it's, that. It's like quite guerrilla serious. warfare against big pharma. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, they've, they've stopped. They won't stop doing all of that. But now the, um, I think the the rollout rate, the, the official figures was around like four to five percent. <laughs> Four to as in five five percent of the country is vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the inverse of here, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We, amazing, we've got ninety five apparently, and uh, they're sitting at five. Good on them. Good on them. Yeah. Well done, yeah. PNG. So it's, you can imagine. 
Well, Pangea, I mean, you know, like they're not they're not trusting, especially in in Bougainville. They've they've had a civil war, you know, basically that was started by Rio Tinto. Mm. They're used to corporations, you know, like like screwing them messing over. them up. Yeah, you know. So when when Once another bitten twice like, shy, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they're not, and now since like a lot of these politicians who've been, you know, like really really forced to. To, to take the experiment, um, a lot of them have died. Um, it's really, really cemented in their minds that, like, yeah, to stay away from it. So no amount of coercion is going to affect those people up there. Wow, it makes you, makes you wonder, hey, is that what it's going to take for the same sort of thing to happen in, you know, in, in developed countries like us? But I think so. Yeah. I think I think a lot of these people, like you're describing those people in the restaurant when you went down there yeah. for some fish and chips and stuff, like these that kind of mentality needs, you know, someone very, very close to them to, to drop dead, to actually, like, awaken. I mean, if you haven't naturally sort of, like, awoken to what's going on after after really two full years, then you, you really do need a... a really a hard smack in the mouth to to wake you up at this point in time so it'll mm. have to be one of your kids or your parents or your wife or your husband or something like that you know that's my opinion yeah um uh it, it, as as to where we're at so you know we we've got a long way to go really you know i feel we do because i mean I'll, I'll, let me just share this with you boys tell me tell me when you can see my screen you can get my screen now yeah because this is what we're dealing with this is what we're dealing with, ready? Here we go. Safety first. Look at this guy. Look at him. Swimming in a, swimming in a pool with a mask on. Oh, fuck me. This is what we're dealing with. This is what, that's, that's, that's the Darwin Award winner. That's what we're dealing with, man. Fuck me. Fully, fully retarded. Is that in Australia, do you think? Or uh, well, the... To be honest, I don't know where that is. Uh, but I just someone yeah. just shared. I thought, well, there we go. He, he wins. <laughs> he wins a fucking Darwin Award. That's for sure. Incredible, isn't uh, it? Unbelievable, man. Uh, well, that's what we're dealing with. I don't yeah. know where we're going, but, but yeah, you know, it's it's. You wonder how they tie their shoes in the morning, or, or work out how to unlock doors and things, or drive cars. Really, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It, to be honest, you're absolutely right. I don't know how these people actually exist in society because um, if they're that fucking stupid, they're going to do this sort of shit. Then they don't they don't deserve life in general. <laughs> yeah, oh. but it's 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 a it's a, med, it's a trance, it's mass hypnosis, you know, on a grand scale. And there's technology that we don't even know. You know, we know about all of the technology with the you know the TV and stuff like that. But man, there's so much technology that we don't even not even aware of. Yeah. You know that they're that they're creating the hypnosis on the people, so you know, and and it seems that certain people are much more susceptible to it than others. They are. Well, it's 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 mass propaganda, like we mentioned earlier, from all facets of of media, mainstream media and stuff. It is in our face twenty four seven. I mean, they've been doing it for years. And oh, here we go. I'm just going to screen share this now. Look at this. Is the the the, the front pages of Time magazines over the years, 2003, the truth about SARS, the first, the first SARS. Um, 2004, bird flu. 
2005, avian flu. Uh, 2009, why you'll be wearing masks again. 2009, again, H1N1. 2014, Ebola. 2016, the Zika. Uh, 2017, we are not ready for the next pandemic. 2020, coronavirus. 2021, the vaccine revolution. The media is the virus. There you go. Like, it's just... If people only knew, to be honest, the next, isn't there another big rally, Andy, coming up at Musgrave Park again in? Yeah, the 22nd. Tell you what, I'd love to get a placard done, right? A big placard or, or an arrow one that just sort of points down and goes, I found the virus. Here it is. And then whenever we see media there, we just hold it right next to them. And we just, you know, just sort of <laughs> hold it over the, like the reporter's head or the cameraman be like, here it is. We found it, everyone. The fuck, here's the virus. A, we found it. A big red arrow. I want to do. I actually want to do that. I might just hit, I might talk to Danielle to fucking get me some shit through the week and save some cardboard or something. Because um, I want to do that. Because yeah, that, that needs to be done. People just need to make fun of these people and and because when we were there and I yeah there was that um, one of the one of the media outlets that put footage from that day out she was a young blonde thing and she said oh more than two thousand people turned up or whatever um you know and someone said there's like two thousand people lined up for the toilet uh well you think you said that ethan but um it, she was uh we saw her when we first rocked up right and danielle and i were like oh yeah we should just fucking stick close to her and see what they're saying blah 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 uh, and then sure enough, she ended up doing a broadcast and, and spitting the lies that she did. But I'd be like, man, yeah, I might just fucking just, you just, you just stick close by. You just pretend like you just listen out. You just sit there hovering around, wait for them. And as soon as she puts that microphone up, that's when you quickly walk over and <laughs> put that sign up, you know, make sure that they actually can't do a broadcast because you're sitting there just spoiling it for them. That'd be good. Anyway, uh, one more thing I wanted to uh, share with the folks before we go. Here we go. Let me screen, screen share this one. Um, before I do, actually, so I'll preface this. I showed you guys this just before. Well, I showed you the picture of it just before. Yeah, so people who have been listening to this show for quite a while, uh, I mentioned way back in the day, I'd love to start my own beer or label and call it Conspiracy Beery. Um, and this is, I guess, is maybe the first step in that direction. So let me share this for the listeners and I'll tell you what the plans are for this. So this is uh, for the viewers, of course, for the members. All right. So I've, I've been able to, um, through some ad revenue that I got from Real News Australia, this has helped pay for this. So this, this is all, all, all the funds I got from ads on Real News Australia. I'm putting this back into doing something like this. So a bit more promotion. I've got some stubby coolers, some foldable stubby coolers organized. Uh, of course, the General Knowledge Podcast logo. And on the back, created by a good friend of mine. Uh, his label is Procreate Skates. He designs skateboards and stuff. So g'day to Sean. Um, he has designed this for me. So we've got, of course, the, the skull and crossbones or the skull masked up with the vaccines. We've got 9-11, the moon landing being filmed, of course, an alien head there. And, and here we go, Conspiracy Beery by realnewsaustralia.com. So I've organized a whole bunch of these uh, stubby calls. I'll make sure you blokes get a couple of them as well. Uh, and of course, Sean's going to get a couple for his hard work. But uh, I'm going to make those available uh, for the listeners and the fans of the show if they want to grab one and help promote. Um, I'll, I'll organize a, a prize for those if you wanted to grab one. Or better yet, uh, anyone who jumps on the Patreon and signs up for a particular tier, um, they will receive one of those as well. Uh, so that's how I'm going to get those out there as well. So I've got a whole bunch of those organized. 
But there we go. So yeah, um, some con- we'll be able to enjoy some conspiracy berries soon. That'll be uh, <laughs> the next venture to get get the truth out there, boys. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little uh, little thing I've been working on in the background. Anything else, uh, lads? You wanted to share for the for this episode before we wind up? No, nothing on my end, general. Um, just uh, getting back to the world and readjusting and. Yeah, I reckon by the time we next do our next podcast, things will definitely be heated up. Yeah, we'll definitely the, be keeping uh, an eye on things over the next yeah next two weeks, man. Because uh, like I said, the school situation, this nurse situation, the school situation, of course, it touches base with me a bit more. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that, and I'll bring that up again next time to see what um, what's been happening. Uh, Andy, for yourself, man, anything else you want to contribute before we wind up for this episode? Man, I love your um, I love your stubby coolers. And um, you, I'll bring some you, next time you, you do a meeting moon, at your place. <laughs> you mean the moon landings weren't real? <laughs> Believe it. You're blowing me away, man. Hey, if you want to hear more about that, shit. join the Patreon. And uh, for those listeners out there, I've done a show on the fake moon landing. <laughs> um, I love, I love the, I love the moon landing stories. It's so good. It's you know, awesome, when, especially you know, it's such a, such a good story, you know. Exactly. It's that's cool. It's exactly it really on. happened. It <laughs> really right. happened. That's right, Ethan. The really? fake moon landing really happened. <laughs> it's a story. Yeah. Like, like it's like like Tom Cruise hanging on the outside of an airplane as it takes off. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. Uh, big shout out to those folks yeah. who went to Cool and Gather as well too. Ethan, were you down there? Did you take photos? Were you down there this weekend? Yeah, and that yeah, opened up. Yeah. You did. All right, awesome. Yeah, so, yeah I shared a picture. Yeah, of, I was um, down there. I'm just trying to collate some of the other locations. It's a bit harder when all the regional areas do it because there's so much more that needs. Yeah, to there, on. there is. Yeah, so here's a picture um, that you shared as well, and that was this this Facebook, weekend. Facebook uh, butchered it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I've just zoomed in a bit there, but you can see it goes just stretches. People everywhere. Just chock a block. It's great to see. Um, nice got- sunny day. Beautiful day, yeah. Like I said, we were down there. We were actually at Talabudri. We weren't too far away. Um, but I wanted, to, I just needed to have a day with the family boys. So I, um, well, I said to Danielle, "So oh, I'd be good to go down there and check that." And she's like, "Yeah, I know, it'd be awesome." But I just had a massive week, and I was just, yeah, you get a bit stressed, and you just want to hit the ocean and just feel the fucking beach and the water, and yeah, just want to chill out. So I did that instead. Uh, anyway, yeah, right, we might wrap it up there for. Um, season uh, four episode six lads thank you so much for getting on i uh, appreciate that but yeah the, the i guess the theme for this show is that whole inversion of reality and the backpedaling of the narrative that we've been seeing so keep an eye out for that one as well uh lads and, and all the listeners out there if you see anything that i guess kind of fits that what we've been talking about send it through to us um, or tag us in it or something whatever uh, don't forget you can go and hit me up at um, Telegram. I'm pretty very much very active and well, probably more so active on Telegram than I am on Facebook. But um, my uh, tag is at general underscore Maddox. If you wanted to um, say good day, I can chuck you in the group. Please hit me up over there. Uh, don't forget to go to tottnews.com and join up over there. Become a member, support Ethan in the amazing work and all the information that he pumps out, of course, as always, over at tottnews.com. Join, um, join the community. You join the community. Actually, just before we go, I wanted you to just, just touch base very quickly if you want to. Um, so you had a thing for full members of the site to have that sort of that getaway up at Russell's and stuff. Just quickly tell us about that one. 
Yeah, General. Um, so we've been talking about, so as, obviously as soon as the coronavirus uh, saga happened, I, I'd already been trying to build a like-minded community on TOTTnews.com. You know, if you support the site, you help make it possible, but you also, you know, you, you show that you're engaged with that content, you like that content, you're a like-minded person and trying to build a community of like-minded Australians. And for the full members out there, um, we've been talking pretty much from the very start of the pandemic about how this is going how we need to prepare plans for alternative communities and we've spoken about it here on the show so we finally put that into action uh, had a queensland uh, full member workshop um, which was fantastic out in a remote uh, queensland location at uh, you know we went out and on uh, russell's property russell full member of the site um, from the free radicals and just had an amazing time there's about 50 people there it was russell's network and my network as well sort of from the local area all camped and sung and on the saturday there was pretty much all day from 8 a.m to 5 p.m just constant uh workshops and talks and demonstrations and tours and this is how we built this and this is how we do this and just connecting with one another and then i sort of come on at the end of the day as the the sort of guest speaker there um really just to add more of a theological element to it sort of our, our greater journey through this process and then we all just sat back and it was awesome man um everyone hugging and laughing no masks no worries oh, so you know, not hearing about coronavirus and just chatting about the world chatting about what's happening and just looking at the mountains you know yeah, and that's why i said it was an alternate reality when we got back because it was just truly great to return yeah, to normality yeah. and that's yeah. life that's that's real life you know that's what i mean life. like that's oh this what we're kids. seeing around us here in the shops and stuff is just just is the old is is the the old uh, not even yeah, it's alternate but it's the bad reality you know that's that's the sort of reality oh. we need to make more of what you're talking about it's all f- yeah the yeah. fabricated man the and it was good just to one, see yeah. You know, there was, there was kids out there too, kids running around on a little playground and running down to the waterfall and just running around being so kids, you know. Like that's that's really, I wanted that energy to come across to people, you know what I mean, that we need to secure normality, that we need to, you know, weather the storm, as I've always said through yep. this process. And, if you know, if you're a member of the site, we're going to be releasing a whole bunch of content so you can see what happened on that day. Um, so you can sort of, if you're in another state, you can get inspired by it. And we hope to bring it to other states, you know. Hopefully the border stays open a little bit longer. Hopefully my cynicism isn't too accurate, that they're just going to use this to rise the cases up. But if the border, yeah. They'll <laughs> shut the that shit does, again. Oh, I'm with you. I know. I know, mate. But hopefully, maybe we can sneak one in. You know, before then, we'll have to yeah, plan quickly. Crossed. But the whole idea is just to get people inspired, just to say, look, we don't need this system and we can come together and really build something that's truly special yeah. that, you know, uh, makes our own path. So I thank everyone for coming out to that. And yeah, yeah if you want to be a part of it. To get there, I'd love to have gone there, but like that's I said, it cool. coincided, unfortunately, with my wife's 40th birthday. So uh, people were asking about you, mate. Oh, uh, well, I'm, oh, yeah. Again, would love to have been there to say good day and, and meet some, some awesome folks too. How was the food? Was you have some good food up there too? Like yeah, yeah. Most all local well, stuff, have, and yeah. Well, how's this? They don't even have like a local 
like proper shop, you know, like a Woolworths or a Coles or anything. So we got there and it was a bit late. We got lost a couple times. Uh, me, and, me and Whip, the old uh, GPS threw us off a little bit because um, <laughs> we lost reception. So it was just oh, like right. we didn't have the old, we are like, oh, we've got to go back to the old Refidex. Get the, get the Refidex, here, yeah, mate. start looking up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got there and it was just like, oh, we needed to just pick up some food for the night on the first night and, and we're like oh where can we go get some meat russell and russell just sort of looked at his watch and he's like oh you've missed the butcher now we're like just the butcher and he's like yeah that guy has the meat that guy has this you know like <laughs> how it's supposed it's just, to be actually yeah <laughs> how, yeah how it's supposed to be but russell as i said he has his own property out there has his own chooks has his catches his own fish makes his own honey, you know. A lot of people, I saw um, Native American corn for the first time. Awesome. Just this massive, Amazing. if you look up, yeah, if you look up, um, what is it? I uh, can't remember what it's called. Just look up Native American corn. Yep. It's flint corn, flint, oh, flint corn. corn. And okay, it, yeah, yeah. it's all, all purple and red and yep. all different kinds of colours, white and massive, you know. So just a whole range of experiences that were, were fantastic out there, so. It's really good. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's real community. That's fantastic. It's really good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you walked away with that just feeling absolutely amazing and, you know, just warmth in your heart and all that sort of stuff, man, because that sounds fantastic. Uh, For sure. Oh, yeah. man, that, that, that was it, man. It was just like a lot of people were like, I really don't want this to end, you know. It was the mm-hmm. first experience just to have sort of true normality in two years. So, Well, maybe that could yeah, be a goal of, really you know, people like us and yourself and you know others out there listening as well that that's the goal you need to hope to to reach is to to get that 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 slice of heaven you know that bit of land and to build that community and to just to be with people be on the land and you know work hard work like it's it's not easy i'm sure that they would have that message may have come across too they're setting all out probably wasn't it's not easy to do it. It might have been a bit of hard work, a bit of hard yakker involved in that sort of stuff. But it's yeah. you, you you feel good to do it. You know, it's you get that good vibrations and good feeling for doing that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's it, man. That's it's it's, it's it. not easy, but once you get the hang of it, and once you have a good network, that, that's it. And it should. I hope that message resonates with everyone else too. Better yeah, than driving in the steel be. coffins, heading in the, to the M1 to the city every day for a job. You know, yeah. like. Oh, I just yeah, I, I'm glad I stopped doing that. At least anyway, at least I'm my own boss now. But uh, not everyone can do it. I understand. It, but man. anyway, but uh, Andy, I'll, I'll just cross over to yourself, mate. Before we head up, um, any plans for the RDA Active Group? Um, any meetups planned? Uh, I know the the group we sort of were involved in now. And we're we've yeah, got going. It's, it's getting bigger and we, bigger. So what's what's the plan we, moving forward? We had now? a week off ourselves too. So you did. Um, it was yeah, just after we saw you actually. Um, just coming back and uh, yeah, just sort of like getting the house all organised. Yeah. So um, yeah. Look, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about that. So yeah, give us a few days. We'll we'll get something like worked out. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, discussion about the education. You know, a lot of the kids, you know, a lot of people look at kids, you know. Yeah. You know, similar situation like yourself and mm. um, wanting to know how we're going to progress through Term 1 and everything. So, yeah, watch this space, man. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think getting together, you know, with your local people is, is key. You know, just so that people know that they're not alone and they can have, you know, <clears throat> some, um, you know, heart-to-heart conversations and sort of uh, de- you know, 
deprogram themselves from this asylum we live in. Yeah, it's just refreshing to be around people that think the same way. To be honest, like you may, we may not know these people very well um, now. You know, we will get to know them, I guess, as as time goes on and we sort of you know chat more and stuff. But at least they feel the same way. At least they they think the same way about the, of course, or with the pandemic at the very least, anyone scamdemic. Um, but you know, it's just good to be around people like that. You know, so um, looking forward to the next yeah. one. That we do. I I had a met. I didn't meet half the people before that day when we went out to our full member workshop. It was more Russell's network as well there. And, you know, we're just sitting having dinner and breakfast and, like, we've known each other for years because yeah. we have that commonality. We have that That's commonality it. that we can just connect yeah. and, and talk about these things and just talk about common sense. And it just it adds such a level of warmthness and bondness in such a dystopian, anti-human you know, world that we're we're developing into just to have that human connection and just sit there. You know, I've I don't know this guy for a grain of salt, but I will get to know him. And and but we I feel like I've known him for ages at the same time, you know, because mm. we can connect over these things. We've had similar journeys through life. I, like I'm sure Andy yourself one and I hope to come to another one of these uh, meetings that you guys are doing. You know, once you start chatting with these people and getting to know them, you see that they're very similar. You know, they might have had similar traumas or similar struggles or similar journeys to you. There might have been similar events that woke them up. And you start to realise that in the in the midst of all of this chaos, good things are happening. Like-minded people are finding each other, you know what I mean? Mm. And that's what everyone out there needs to do. Just, you know, put the word out. Join your local group. Try to find some sense of commonality and community because, you know, it's gonna. It's it's the number one tool that we have moving forward. Yeah, you're not alone, people. If you listen to this podcast and you just come across it, you're not alone. There's so many more people like you out there, like us, that, that want to see you, want to get together. Um, that's the, the one of the main messages. Yeah, you're not alone. We're in this. We're in this together. We're in this fight. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it there, boys. Um, that's a wrap for uh, for this episode. Thank you so much for for the time. As always, always appreciate, gentlemen. I'll um, I'll sign off just now. Thanks, guys.
don't know 